Now, if it's one thing we learned in 2020 is that the Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile ring is not a unidimensional situation at all. This rabbit hole does not end at your favorite celebrities, rappers, models, music and movie moguls in Hollywood, right? It doesn't only involve politicians, professors, and lawyers. It also involves mainstream media and one other high-ranking entity on the pyramid, the banks. So let's get into which bank is now involved and how children are now paying for the sins of the parents. It's a new episode of Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, so buckle up because I'm about to blow your mind. everybody and welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion and welcome to Anchor, welcome to Spotify, welcome to Apple, wherever you're getting it from. Y'all know I be messing up and I be effing up these platforms and I was about to go again and I was about to say YouTube again. But shout out to you for listening to this podcast. Make sure you share the link to this podcast. All right. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend about it. We're going to get right into what is going to be today because honey... When this came across my desk, I said I definitely need to talk about it. Now, we're going to do a a brief uh, recap. We're going to do like a little bit of a chronological timeline of what has went down because a lot has happened within the last three weeks. Today is July 21st, 2020. And as we all know, this case kind of picked back up with steam once Ghislaine Maxwell was snatched up by you know the alphabet boys the fbi ran down on her in new hampshire she was staying in a home there worth i believe they said she paid about a million dollars for it she bought it underneath a fake name and all that clothes underneath a fake name and said that she was i don't know i think she was some type of like teacher or investor some some bullshit right but basically the fbi found Ghislaine maxwell in the hole Ghislaine maxwell was hiding she tried to escape Um, but it, it it honestly didn't, it didn't work out in her favor. She was snatched up. She was extradited back to New York. So she's being held in Brooklyn. Originally, she was supposed to see a judge, I believe on July the 9th. Um, she did not see a judge on July the 9th. They pushed it back to July the 14th. Okay. Um, and it was done remotely due to, you know, COVID or what have you remotely. She was fucking denied for that bail. They said she is a huge flight risk. She is in possession of three passports. All right. And they said, nah, sis, you ain't going nowhere. Her trial is set to July of 2021. So that's a recap on that. Now, what a lot of people are kind of really not understanding as far as what has recently transpired over the last 24 hours this shit is this shit is crazy a lot of people are not understanding what really is going on here um so as you may have heard or known right 
we have a federal judge, Judge Esther Salas, right? Um, she basically was appointed to Epstein's case. Now, what people are not understanding, right? People were thinking that Judge Salas, or Salas, I'm, I'm saying it correctly, that's the, the Spanish way of saying it. They're assuming that Judge Salas is the judge presiding over Ghislaine Maxwell's case. That is not true. Judge Salas, all right, is the judge that is presiding over Jeffrey Epstein's victims, I'm assuming. I'm going to put it like that. Jeffrey Epstein's um, investors, investment partners, right? I'm assuming. And their lawsuit against Deutsche Bank. So I want to make that perfectly clear that Judge Esther uh, Salas is not presiding over Ghislaine Maxwell. She is provide, uh, presiding over the case of money laundering with Deutsche Bank or with Jeffrey Epstein via Deutsche Bank. Now, as a bank manager, I'm going to tell you guys that, you know, the feds are cracking down on this type of behavior. When it comes to money laundering, they are not playing. These banks are not playing because the feds are on the ass. All right. Um, as you know, you can't even deposit cash into someone else's account. And a lot of these major banks like Wells Fargo, like Chase, um, City may be another one, right? But this, this is crazy over the last 24 hours. Um, what has transpired? So what is really going on is is that a gunman came on to Judge Salas's property, okay, or Judge Salas's property, came to her property and shot up her property, okay, and her husband and her son was there. On July, I'm going to say bah, 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 July 15th or 16th, she was appointed as a federal judge who would be involved in the Deutsche Bank case. So not even a full week after she basically was assigned to this case, her family was getting shot up in her New Brunswick home in New Jersey. All right. And this gunman appeared in what they said was a FedEx uniform. All right. And according to the Rolling Stone, they state that Daniel, which is, you know, Esther's son, the judge, that the judge's son, Daniel, was shot after, you know, he opened the door for the gunman around 5 p.m. This took place. I'm going to say this took place yesterday. It's so much going on. <laughs> so much in my brain. So, yes, this was reported yesterday. So he opened the door for, you know, who he thought was FedEx around 5 p.m. at the house. And it was not FedEx. All right. And, you know, it, it was it, it, it's just crazy. So actually, no, this happened on July the 19th, according to um, according to the Rolling Stone. So basically, the article initiates a gunman disguised as a delivery driver shot and killed 20 year old of a federal judge Salas. OK, and also wounded her husband at their North Brunswick, New Jersey home july the 19th 
So this happened the 19th, was reported on the 20th. He was under the assumption that it was FedEx the Sun and he opened up the door. All right. Now that happened not even a week, not even a week, not even a week after she was report, uh, reported to be presiding over this case with Deutsche Bank. So now we all looking at Deutsche Bank kind of really suspect, right? So early this morning, I seen on Reddit, okay, that Judge uh, Esther Salas, uh, Salas is basically under 24-hour protection by the U.S. Marshals, okay? By the U.S. Marshals. I then went and looked up on anewspost.com, you know, about this federal protection under the U.S. Marshals, right? So here's what they're stating. They state that, you know, she's under uh, federal protection 24 hours after an attack on her home that left her son dead and her son, uh, her husband seriously injured. There are still many unanswered questions about the murder, but considering that the judge was appointed to oversee an ongoing lawsuit with ties to Jeffrey Epstein, authorities are worried that her safety will be at risk, of course. So far, police have only identify one suspect in the case definitely not only one person to orchestrate that to pull up with a fedex fucking uniform on all right another attorney by the name of ron den hollander hollander reported reportedly had a huge grudge against esther salas and he is believed to be the attacker but he is no longer alive, according to detectives. Hollander's body was found near Liberty, New York, in the Catskills. How the fuck did his body get all the way to the Catskills from New Brunswick, New Jersey? I'm going to give y'all a, a geographical, excuse me, I'm going to give y'all a geographical uh, sense of the distance, okay? Now, I'm, I'm from New York City, right? The Catskills, I actually went to college in the Catskills. The Catskills from New York City is three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. New Brunswick from New York City is probably an hour. So how the hell did he end up all the way four hours away dead? Like, I don't, it's just, this is crazy. Okay, from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Hollander is an extremely controversial individual who reportedly has an anti-feminist book and website. Salas is even mentioned in his book by, uh, by name and called lazy and incompetent, suggesting that her only accomplishment was being a high school cheerleader. Hollander also sued multiple NBC news anchors and anchors from other networks claiming that they were involved in a conspiracy to prevent Donald Trump from winning the 2016 election, even though he ended up winning anyway. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. Y'all. Now, mind you, Esther Salas was appointed by Barack Obama, right? And I believe she was one of, like, the first, like, uh, you know, Latina 
judges to be appointed and, and stuff like that in, in her ranking. But honey, the plot thickens. The plot thickens. <laughs> the plot is thickening, honey. Another interesting detail that has come out about the case is that Hollander wrote in his anti-feminist group. Now let's just let let's just stop and pause for a second. Because we all know that the left are very pro-feminist, right? They are very invested in a lot of social uh a lot of these social groups. They're very much so pushers of socialism. We're going to keep it straight 100 and we're going to keep it a buck, right? Uh, feminism and the right to choose, the Me Too movement, the LGBTQ movement, BLM, Black Lives Matter, um, Occupy Wall Street, Occupy Democrats, all, all this stuff is, is linked to them, right? We're going we're gonna to keep that in mind. So another interesting detail that has come out about the case is that Hollander wrote in his anti-feminist book about posing as a FedEx delivery person so he could speak to a woman, which is the same tactic used by whoever attacked the judge's home. <laughs> this is nuts. This is nuts. A neighbor of the family, right, told the son that, not the son, but the S-U-N, meaning like the publication of the son told the son that he made eye contact with the suspect just after the shooting, but didn't realize what had just happened. Of course, because you're thinking it's a FedEx delivery person pulling up. You don't think anything of it. So basically, uh, Mr. Zhang, right. Went and told the son that quote unquote, he looked at me and I looked at him when he was walking from the house to his car, that suspect. Cause where the fuck is the UP? Where's the fuck? Is, where, where is the FedEx car? How are you wearing a FedEx uniform and you're getting in your car? In his car. Where is the FedEx truck? Nobody thought about that? Then he walked calmly to his car and drove away. He looked normal, not in a rush or anything. I thought he just delivered something. Never mind. Anyway. However, he ended up realizing that something was wrong when he saw the street filling up with police. Salas was just recently assigned to oversee a lawsuit bought by investors against Deutsche Bank over its involvement in handling Jeffrey Epstein's finances. In the recent lawsuit filed against Deutsche Bank, investors claimed that they lost money because of the fines that the bank had to pay to regulators after they accused after they were accused of laundering money for Epstein. Epstein is one of the most high profile figures connected to the case, but it goes much deeper than his case because there are many other money laundering cases that are connected to the, uh, to the trial and many other powerful people who have something to hide. <sighs> Y'all, <laughs> you got to laugh from, to keep yourself from literally screaming. You got to, because the shit is crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. Let, let, let's unpack this a little bit more. Okay. So 
basically here's what we know okay what we know is is that judges are definitely uh bought def definitely are coerced okay and i am unsure if esther salas had some type of connection to Jeffrey Epstein. I don't know. Okay. It's not far-fetched and honestly speaking in this day and age, nothing is impossible. All right. I don't know if she had connection to Jeffrey Epstein. All right. Which would serve as a conflict of interest in this case, but she may have. All right. Um, a lot of these judges are just as down as dirty as the lawyers, okay? Like your Alan Dershowitz, right? Who were, you know, good, good Judies with Jeffrey Epstein. And they probably was on the island or doing some things in, in his, you know, uh, at, at his parties or homes or what have you that he hosted in, you know, his residences. I just don't know. And I can't say that Esther Salas did not have any connection to Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. This entire situation is suspect. The entire situation is suspect. Um, from the FedEx uniform to like, th this is just insane and really kind of honestly, really is really hard to piece together because this just seems like ever since 20, what was it? 2019 Jeffrey Epstein was taken in by the feds. It just seems like so many people are being suicided, getting rid of something that's happening to their families to keep people quiet and to keep the tree from shaking. Okay. Deutsche Bank is not off the hook. Deutsche Bank definitely looks suspect. Cause let me tell you something. These banks will definitely not give one iota of shit who they have across the table at them, who hands they are shaking to get the business. They just want the business. Okay. They, a lot of them do not have any moral, uh, integrity ethics. Um, they, they suffer from a very huge detrimental problem of performance integrity. Okay. Definitely do. And they don't have proper auditing and compliance and governance in place to kind of really, you know, keep this in line. They really, really fucking don't. So I wholeheartedly believe that Deutsche Bank was money laundering for Epstein. Absolutely. From the track record of Wells Fargo, from the track record of HSBC, who participated in uh, money laundering for the Mexican and a Colombian drug cartel, all right, overriding, you know, wire transfers, you know, disregarding sanctions, doing business with people who had, you know, sanctions issued against them. You know what I'm saying? I wholeheartedly believe that Deutsche Bank is cut from that exact same cloth. I most certainly do. And they funded for this mess to transpire. Okay. We don't know how many wire transfers were done to buy and sell children. We really just don't fucking know. And see what they'll do in the bank is they'll try to, you know, delete things, try to cover their ass. Let me tell you something. Everybody is getting held accountable. 
everybody is getting held accountable for what they have done the day of reckoning is here like i've been saying in a lot of these bread pill podcasts is that this is the fall of the cabal this is it there's no bunker you can run to there's no nowhere you can go the borders are shut down (laughs) all right there's nowhere you can't run and just oh let me go up and run and hide all right a lot of people are on lock they really really are you know and it's just really sad what has transpired with this young man who lost his life because like i said the children do pay for the sins of the parent and i just don't know who and what esther solace is linked to because she was appointed by very shady individuals that much we do know who are connected to epstein you know what I'm saying? The same president who appointed you was an Epstein Island visitor. Was the same one who was, you know, paying $65,000 for hot dogs and, 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 and pizza slices. Right? So, now you guilty by association. You are the company that you keep in. You feel me? And I don't know what you had to do to get to where you are now. And the fact that you're presiding over a case that is connected to people that really put you in power and now your son is ended up dead and your husband is, is, is critically injured. This is all just a mess and suspect. And I really want to know, cause what they're failing to really tell us about Hollander, right? What they're telling us is, is that he was supposedly suffering from terminal cancer. They said that he had self-inflicted gunshot wounds. I want to know in what direction were these wounds because if these wounds were from uh coming out of the back of the head it's suspect it's definitely definitely suspect um this is one case that i'm definitely going to follow all right because this was definitely a conspiracy and a conspiracy is just another word for plan a lot of people uh, like to use that term very loosely and don't really honestly understand what it means. But this was definitely orchestrated. This was a plan. There's, you know, something sinister to this. This is something that is not. Um, this is something that is not flat. This is something that is not. Um, It is just not one. This is not a one man show. This is not a one man band. All right. This, this, this runs deep and, um, I'm definitely going to be waiting on more information about Roy Hollander. Um, because I really want to know as far as, um, his body, his autopsy, if they're going to do one, something about this case just does not sit right whatsoever. But that is the update and that is the breakdown on this. I will be doing another podcast probably by the end of this week once my Wi-Fi gets up and running again because we need to really kind of really start connecting these dots. But I will check y'all in the next one. Y'all are the best for listening to this and I will check y'all later. Peace.